What is up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Fidel, and on today's episode, we are actually talking about entrepreneur mentality. Every once in a while, I got to come back to this topic because it is the most important topic, and I know what you're thinking. Some of you are like, yes, I love it. Let's go. I need the mentality. Give me some mindset because you've probably already been an entrepreneur for a while and you know how awesome it is. And you know that even if I say one sentence on this episode that gets you to think slightly differently about something, it will unlock the key to a problem that you could have been dealing with for a long time. It really could just take some kind of mindset shift in order to get around this problem. So I really think that anyone who's been an entrepreneur for a while does understand that a lot of the uh, big struggles that they've had were actually not, you know, oh, I was using the wrong hashtags and all of a sudden, boom, baby, seven figure year. You know, it's, it's not going to come down to that. It's going to be a big mindset shift if we're talking anything about significantly moving the needle, like if there would ever be a single podcast that could make someone go from a five-figure year to a seven-figure year, that podcast would be about mentality, not about the little tactical things here and there. So maybe it's this one. If it is, let me know. But I'm going to give you guys the, you know, my two cents on the entrepreneur mentality and what it really takes. Uh, cause I work with a lot of people. Okay. And not only do I see, uh, business struggles out there in terms of they're doing marketing wrong and all the tactical things wrong, but they're just talking about business wrong in general. They just don't have a full understanding of the mentality of living a life as a business owner who is constantly needing to innovate, keep up with the times, delegate, you know, do all all of this stuff. Your job is changing all the time, uh, more so than it would in a traditional career. I know a lot of traditional careers still will have a lot of, you know, new tasks on their plate. Uh, but for the most part, an entrepreneur is going to have a wider variety of tasks because you might have to learn video editing and you know new shit all the time. And if you don't have the right mentality about this, uh, you're not going to have fun with it. It's all going to seem like struggle to you. And this last year, like for everyone, all right, I, I'm really not trying to draw pity to my situation, but I will just let you guys know on this episode of some struggles that I've had this year um, inside and outside of the business that were really some really unfortunate things that um, there's only so much I could do about in some of these cases. In you know, hindsight's always 2020. 20, so looking back, I, I should have caught some of these red flags earlier. But my mentality was fine throughout the whole thing um, in comparison to maybe how some of my friends that I was telling was going on and especially my family, you know, moms always worry uh, and my mom certainly saw humongous problems when she saw some of these things that I was going through and I was just kind of like chilling and then all of a sudden most of these problems turned out to be great things and that's essentially to sum up what I'm going to be talking about today is that a lot of the challenges that are on your plate right now that you think is just this huge deal, they those things could turn into 
amazing things for you. And I'm going to be going over a few of the things um, uh, over my last year that actually turned out to be great. Um, so let's first start with just a personal one at the start of quarantine. Uh, I have two personal ones and then one business-related one, which is me losing my account, which I'll tell you guys about You know why that actually ended up being a great thing in the end. Um, and it certainly didn't feel like it when it happened. But uh, the first thing that really happened to me this year that was super unfortunate was, uh, you know, I, I'm all about making money. And when I see business opportunities out there, I, I'm very keen to to take a good look at them and try it before I've even, you know, really looked into it. I'm like, oh, I'll just try it first and then I'll know uh, rather than look into it. So um, there's this thing called Turo where you can rent out your car. And because uh, I wasn't driving anywhere at the start of quarantine, I was like, hold on, I have a you know, decent car. Why don't I, I can list on this app for like 60 bucks a day and I could be making, you know, good money just chilling here, working on my computer while my car's getting rented out. And long story short, of course, some kid totaled the car a couple weeks after uh, doing this. I had made a few hundred bucks. So I was like, all right, cool. This is a good idea. I'm just chilling at home. And maybe I would recommend it to some of you. Um, but the service is called Turo, T-U-R-O. Uh, and he totaled the car. And then after that, it took about four months for them to get the entire situation resolved. So I was waiting to buy a car or do anything for the four months until it was resolved because I wanted to make sure it was all covered. I'm like, I'm, you know, I, I got to see how covered this is before I go out and shop for a new car. I want to make sure that this actually was fine in the end. And, uh, in the end, it was like it, after four months of not knowing what the hell was going to happen or like I was like, oh, I don't even know if my insurance covers uh, these car ride, situ- these car share situations. I'm like, I didn't even look into that shit. So I was like even thinking that I wasn't going to be covered at all and I was going to owe like the remaining 13 grand on the car. Um, and I was like, damn it, like I, I just rented this out to make a couple hundred bucks and now I'm going to owe 13 grand, but it did turn out to be okay. And uh, really... The point that I, the point of the story is that I didn't freak out at the beginning. And it's very easy to freak out when you have no idea what's going to happen. And for those four months, I could have absolutely tortured myself about, oh, it's going to be 13 grand. It's going to be 13 grand. You're so dumb. And then all of a sudden it would have been fine. And I would have significantly affected my work ethic for four months there. This is the thing. When you're an entrepreneur, you own your mind. And your mind has the opportunity to own you because you are working often by yourself at your house, on your laptop, making decisions by yourself. It is very easy for just your mind is either your best enemy, (laughs) sorry guys, your best friend or your worst enemy. And uh, if you're thinking about all of this shit, that's just the main thing that is crippling your work ethic. Like the main things that determine whether I get a bunch done in a day or not is literally how focused I can be. So maybe you struggle with focus from moving from task to task, um, but the thing that really occupies everyone's brain is if there's something you're scared about, that is going to occupy the front part of your brain and is going to just be stuck there, all right? So this was something that I, I, I'm good at giving up the what control I have in these situations. And this is something that you need to be good at in entrepreneurship because there's going to be a lot of things that happen to you that are out of your control. And typically what happens in the end, typically, is 
there will be a very great lesson behind it, and it will be a laughing matter, and it will maybe even be a blessing in disguise, because for me, the awesome thing was those four months, I didn't have a car payment, you know, that that saved me like the 350 bucks I was going to pay a month, and then also I didn't, I could get rid of my auto insurance too, I'm like, I'm not even driving right now, so I got rid of my car payment and my auto insurance for four months, so that's kind of nice, and then the car got completely comped i owed like a couple hundred bucks to to make it even and then now i get to go car shopping rather than you know how they i was just about to have to go buy this uh it was the uh, lease to own thing so i was about to have to go buy this car and now i get to you know be on the market like fresh clean slate again so there's a lot of benefits to it but really i was like cool like I saved a decent amount of money not driving around and really it was fine. Like that kid didn't get hurt and it kind of sucked when he pulled up with my car really messed up because it was totaled, right? Like it was fucked up. And, uh, but like I laughed it off. And if you're an entrepreneur that lets these kind of things cripple them, you're not going to be able to move at the speed that is necessary in entrepreneurship. Okay. That's why this is so important. I always want to explain to you exactly why mentality is the most important thing because it is so easy to overlook for years. People can overlook it for years, the importance of it, but the speed at which you work determines the entire speed of your business. Okay. Even if you're going to uh, do a product launch and it's going to fuck up, you know, at least hurry up and fuck it up quick so you can change directions, right? So speed is of the essence and your mentality and your energy determines your speed. So let's go into like another situation. Actually, I think you guys get the point. I'm just going to share the uh, 10K account getting banned, what happened through throughout that time, because this was, this actually did cripple me a little bit more, and this really bugged me. Uh, as you could probably hear it from my voice uh, listening to previous podcast episodes, when I did lose that 10K Instagram account, the timing was horrible. I had just finished the free Insta Accelerator and Mapped Monetization courses, and I was ready to debut them. And then I got that account disabled and it took 30 days before it got back. But in those 30 days, you know, I will admit like the first three to five days, like I basically had to quit working for a little bit. Like usually when stress happens, uh, my response is just to work super hard when, you know, you, you get worried about, oh, what if this doesn't work in my business? What if I can't hit my goals? I'm usually pretty good at saying, well, I better do something about it right now. And then I just get to work. So taking stress and turning that into motivation and action is a very necessary skill set. That's ultimately the skill set that I'm talking about because you're going to get hit with stress. And if you learn how to turn stress into motivation, you're going to do great. If the stress cripples you like it did to me in these few days, uh, then you're going to stop working. Now, at this point, I will say it was totally fine for me to just take a couple of days off because I was like, look, I might even get my account back in a few days. I don't want to make a new account and start posting over there if I'm just going to get it back right away. I was still in denial that my account was even disabled, right? Like it takes forever to, for it to even sink in that your account is disabled. You're like, oh, it's a, it's a mistake. It'll be back in a second. And then few days in, you're like, what if I never get this back? And it was really freaking me out. So um, if you do get to that point where you're like super stressed, it is just okay to say, look, my work is going to be there.
Hey you, yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? Then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. You know, at all times, it's not going anywhere. And something you should know in entrepreneurship is it will always feel like you're rushing to a deadline. Because if you're doing it right, you are putting deadlines for yourself because no one else is going to set those deadlines for you. So you should be you know, lighting a fire under your ass to get things done at a certain time. Um, but you will always be in that mode. And it took me like five to six years of realizing, like, I'm just always in this mode. Like, I'm just always going to have a goal to hit. I'm always going to have a thing that I have to do that's due tomorrow that's, you know, in my mind. And there is definitely a point where you just say, it's actually not due tomorrow. Like, I set whether it's due tomorrow and you give yourself a break. Uh, I, I, hesitate to say that in a way because I know some of you have the opposite problem and you're like, oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, I always give myself a break when I slightly need it, you know, but um, just increasing the tolerance to which you need to take that I'm too stressed out or like I'm overworked break um, is, is kind of how you, uh, you know, grow your your entrepreneur battery over time. But the thing that really keeps you in the game is just having the right mentality. So I handled that other situation with my car a lot better because it was like funny to me, you know, seconds after he showed up because I was like, "Ah, I'll probably be covered, you know, and it was just like, whatever, like it just, it happened. There's nothing I can do about it. It's not bugging me at all. And uh, from seeing how a lot of other people reacted to my situation, I was like, damn, like if, if this happened to you, you'd be freaking the fuck out. If you're freaking this, freaking out this much, when it happened to me, you know, so um, it is very necessary to have this because this kind of shit's going to happen in business. So what happened with my 10k account that actually turned out being great in the end. So what I did is after about a week of realizing, okay, there's a chance I might not get this back, or it might take a long time, I need to go post. So I created my IGM secrets underscore backup account, which has now been converted to just IGM secrets, actually. So I'm um, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I posted a bunch over there. I said, you know what, I'm going to start this as if it's a new fresh account. I need everything to look better. I want my graphics, my branding, my fonts, like I want everything improved before I do another post if I'm going to start over. And I did up level my content and I started posting over there. And then a month later, I got my account back. So I had grown that backup account to just about 300 followers. So thank you so much if you were one of the people who did that for me. Then I got my 10K account back. And when I got back over there, I looked at it through a new perspective. And I realized this really isn't the quality of work that I want to put to my name. Um, I've always kind of been much better with content than graphic design by a lot. All right. (laughs) Anyone who listens to the show knows that. And uh, for my infographics, you know, I got a lot of great little quotes and sayings and tips, um, but I wasn't the best at making it look good on my feed. And it was really bugging me. And I said, all right, I need to up level my content. And I archived 
almost all of my posts and um, hired some content creators, um, like professional ones that are pretty costly. And I'm going to do this right this time, I said. And, you know, I'm ready to go and I'm ready to up level my content. And that's where I switched the entire branding to Social Bamboo because I was like, look, I'm going to eventually run into an Instagram trademark issue anyways. This was basically my little warning um, from Instagram that, you know, my account may have been disabled because of a trademark issue. And in the end, I did get an email from them that said, we uh, accidentally disabled your account. So I guess that there was no official reasoning, but I do know what set off the automation trigger and it was my logo that looked too much like Instagrams before, but I completely switched my branding to social bamboo so that I could branch out because, you know, we do need to talk about way more apps than Instagram. And then I, you know, now I have my IGM secrets backup account that people who listen to old podcasts can find. And then I have my new Derek Fidel, uh, account that I switched from the old IGM secrets and uh, moving forward with more of a personal brand that owns, uh, you know, Derek Vidal and the social bamboo company that I own. So it all worked out great. And it's kind of like the same thing as like when people get fired from jobs, it almost works out awesome in the end. And I got fired from the Instagram marketing secrets podcast and it made me rehire myself as the social bamboo podcast and you know, I won't get into a lot of the reasoning why it's great, but you know, there's a lot of reasoning why this was really important switch. And uh, the timing would not have happened by now. Like I probably would still be Instagram marketing secrets and not knowing like when to make the change, but fate made the change for me. And if over that month, I was just completely crippled, you know, like I was for the first few days after it happened and really just you know, so low motivation. I was like, oh, why even try? It's just going to get disabled. I was like, what is wrong with me? I I could, I knew my thoughts were wrong at that time, but they were still there. And um, after a few days, I was able to shut them off. I got to work. And then once my account came back, it was like, cool, this is awesome. At least I've been doing stuff over this time. At least I've remained relevant and kept up with my followers because if I hadn't and I would just get it back all of a sudden, I'd be like, oh, damn, I haven't posted in a month, right? Like I'd be rusty. I'd be like, I don't even remember how to do this. Like, hey, guys, I'm still here. Like it wouldn't be good, right? So keep keep working and know that treat life like you're in a movie. A lot of people get super stressed out halfway through the movie, when that's supposed to be the stressful part. And if you knew there was going to be a happy ending, you wouldn't really care about the struggle nearly as much. And entrepreneurship, the entrepreneur mentality, uh, summed up for me, is knowing that the end is positive. And that's why you don't really give a shit. That's why you can just go through as much struggle as necessary. I have no idea if I will be my definition of successful at the end of this year, but I for sure know that I'll still be here until I get there. And because I know that I'm in the movie of my life and it's got a happy ending as long as I, you know, stay, stay smart, stay true to myself, um, stay happy, stay motivated, keep working. And, and be smart about it, okay? I know that I will get to positive results in the end. And that's gonna be the same for you. 
As long as you keep learning, like you're doing right now, you just got to the end of another podcast episode. Congrats, especially if you've listened to all of my podcast episodes before. That's fucking amazing. When people tell me they've listened to all of my podcasts, that's awesome. And that shows true dedication to what you're doing. And you do have it in you to eventually get to where you're going. No matter how long it takes, it's just going to be struggle. You're, you're going to need mentors. You're going to need to fuck up. You're going to need to innovate. You're going to need to research. You're going to need to do a lot of stuff. But the speed at which you do this stuff is going to determine how quickly you can get to your goal, whether it be speeding your way through failures or speeding your way to success right away. Regardless, however fast you're moving is the only thing that you have control over with how quickly you hit your goals. But as far as what your next steps are going to be and exactly how it's going to play out, no one knows. And as long as you can accept that shit's going to happen, but as long as I'm just like, whatever, this is just part of my movie, and you can have that mentality about it, it's going to be a lot easier to deal with your stress. And then when the thing that stressed you out turns out to not even have been a problem in the end, you will feel so glad that you didn't even waste a second's worth of energy on this thing that was a blessing in disguise. There are so many blessings in disguise that are you know, disguised as problems for you right now. And because you see them as problems, they are stressing you out and they are slowing you down. If you can see how this is going to be awesome for you in the end. And, you know, it might just seem like, all right, this is an, an annoying learning experience. Like I get everything happens for a, a reason and I'm going to learn something valuable from this, but still fuck this. This sucks. That's still totally possible, right? It's not always clear. Like, why am I going through this struggle? I've already learned this lesson before, but it will play out and it will make sense in the end. And if it doesn't, whatever. But why wouldn't you assume so to give yourself the peace of mind in today's moment and say that this probably will, very likely will, play out as something that I am actually really glad that happened in the end, okay? Like a divorce, let's say. How many people get divorced and then get remarried are then looking back at their their divorce in a negative way? They're, they're probably stoked about it, right? Like when you, with these people that get remarried are generally much happier with this new partner. And all of a sudden this divorce, which was the worst thing in the world at the time, turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to them. And really, when I think about what's the best thing that ever happened to me, I can probably say getting fired. Getting fired from my waiter job may have been the best thing that ever happened to me. So what's the best thing that ever happened to you? Because it probably was something shitty that set something good in motion for you. So all of these bad things that are happening right now are actually not stressing you out if you don't let them. If you see them as what they are now, they will stress you out. If you see them for the potential of what these situations will serve to you as in the future, then you can just laugh it off now and keep enjoying your life. And that is the way that I recommend you do it because entrepreneurship is a uh, is a long game. And if you don't have that mentality, you are going to stress your body out so much that it's going to physically hurt your body, the amount of stress that you put on yourself. You have to interpret these negative situations in the correct light because 
They're actually blessings in disguise, not meant to be crippling stressors. So get out there and go crush it today, guys. And I would really appreciate if you'd share this episode with a friend that you think would like it and uh, leave me a review. Why don't you? Helps out the show a bunch. I'd really appreciate it. All right, talk to you next week. 